Blog Talk Radio. can divide another. Three. In this number, we have quite a new set of phenomena. We come to the first, geometrical figure. Three stands for that which is solid and real, substantial, complete, Things that are specially complete are stamped with this number three. God's attributes are three. God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Ghost. His attributes, omnipresence, omniscience, and omnipotence. Human capability. Thought, word, and deed falls in that three. Three great divisions, completing time, the past, the present, and the future. Three kingdoms embracing our matter, to minerals, vegetables, and animals. But still, we're a long way from 12. So we come to 4. 4 is emphatically the number of creation. It is the number of material completeness. Hence, it is the world number, especially the city number. 4 is the number of great elements, earth, air, fire, and water. Four is the number of the regions of the earth, north, south, east, and west. Four represents the divisions of the day, morning, noon, evening, and midnight. Four seasons, spring, summer, autumn, and winter. In the generations of the sons of Noah, we think of four. 
families, tongues, lands, and nations. Five. Five is the number of grace. But we see God with Abraham was made in five with five sacrifices. A heifer, a goat, a ram, a pigeon, and a dove. Israel came out of Egypt in ranks of five. David was getting ready to try to kill Goliath. So David chose five smooth stones, but he only needed one to knock out Goliath. The tabernacle had five of its all performing uh, steps, had five for its all founding number. Nearly every measure was a multiple of five. The tabernacle has this number of grace, five, stamped upon it. Then there was the number six. Six has to do with man. It is the number of imperfection. It is the number of imperfection. It is the human number. It is the number of man as destitute of God, without God and without Christ. Six, it is the center of man. It is the center that man was created on the sixth day. And thus, he has the number of six impaled upon him in a sense. Six days were afforded to him for his labor. One day is associated out of the week for rest. We need to give God his day. We need to give God his time. The sixth commandment relates to the worst sin of all, and that is murder. Murder is a terrible thing, but yet it seems like people today do not mind murdering somebody, and now it seems like they are comfortable killing up numbers of people at one time. The number six is stamped upon the measurement of the Great Pyramid. Seven is important also. The number seven is a, some say the number seven is a spiritual perception. The number seven stands for so many things. It is a number of completeness. 
it is a number of totality. We realize that Samson had seven locks of hair, seven colors in the rainbow. That's not a subject. A subject is going on up to 12, going on up to 12. And we want to realize that after you pass 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, you still have not got to 12. We think about the number 8, which is super abundant, super abundant, satiating, to make that covering with that, super abounding. Jehovah's covenant with Abraham, the number eight. Eight steps were in Ezekiel's temple. Eight floors for the temple at Jerusalem. The feast of tabernacles was only a feast kept eight days. Abraham's eighth son was the son of promise. There was eight classes of furniture that they had in Solomon's temple. They had the ark. They had the mercy seat. They had the altar of incense. They had the candlestick. They had the table of shoebread. They had the altar of burnt offerings. They also had a lever. But oh, they still hadn't got the twelve. When the whole world was covered with the flood, it was Noah who was the eighth person to step out on the new earth. He was the one that began a new order of things. To tell me that Elijah had eight miracles. So eight is very important. There also was number nine. <laughs> nine is the most remarkable number in many respects. Nine is held in great reverence by all who study the occult sciences and in mathematical science. Nine possesses properties and powers which are found in no other number. It marks the completeness or the end, the issue of all things as to man, the judgment of man and all his works. But there was also 
a number 10. 10 is one of those four perfect numbers signifying the perfection of divine order. It implies that nothing is wanting or liking, that the number and order are perfect, that the whole cycle complete, nor completed the antediluvian age in the tenth generation from God. Ten commandments are very important, a guideline for all of us to live by. One of the best laws that has been given down for man. Oh, Lord. Then the tithes represent the whole of what was due from man to God. If you get $600, 60 of those dollars belong to God. If you get a thousand dollars, a hundred of those dollars of tithes that belongs to God. Number ten, the Lord's prayer was completed ten causes. Fire came down from heaven ten times. People shouted was joy ten main times. There was also ten virgins, five were wise, and five were foolish. Next was the number eleven. Eleven is the number which speaks of disorder, disorganization, imperfection, disintegration. It's a number that people ought to try their best to stay away from. Number 11 is not too good. Oh, Lord. And then after you get from 1 to 11, you have one more. And then there was 12. 12 is very important. Here we see the number is displayed in remarkable manner. Twelve signs of the zodiac, each with three constellations, making 36 in all. There must be a reason why the number 12 should thus pervade the heavens. Why should 12 be the denominating factor? Why not 11? Why not 13? Why not 7 or 20? Well, I'll try to help you out a little bit because 12 is one of the four perfect numbers, the number of governmental perfection. Hence, 12 is associated with the rule of the heavens. 
for the sun is given to rule the day and the moon to govern the night. Twelve, we have one common measure of factor which is seen in the twelve signs of the zodiac constellations. Total 48, 360 degrees into which a great circle of the heavens is divided. Nobody can tell us why the number of degrees was first fixed at 360. It has come down to us from very ancient times and is used universally without a question. It is this division of the zodiac that gives us the 12 months of the zodiacal year. This is called also the prophetic year, but it is the year which is used in the prophecies of the Bible. Here, then, is an example of number as it is used in the heavens. Twelve is the pervading number. I'm so glad twelve is a perfect number, signifying perfection of government or governmental perfection. Twelve is found as a multiple in all that has to do with the rule. The sun rules by day and the moon goes by night. Well, the Bible says, when he called unto him his twelve, he had done many things. Once he called one, then he called two. He kept calling and adding to the group. And finally, there were twelve. And he called unto him his twelve disciples and gave them power over unclean spirits. If you're on a God side, you should not let clean spirits dominate your life. Oh, Lordy, Jesus gave them power over unclean spirits. Jesus gave them power to cast out evil spirits, unclean spirits. Gave them power to heal all manner of sickness and all manner of disease. Ought to be able to cast out that lying spirit. Be able to cast out that dope spirit. Cast out that alcohol spirit. All those unclean spirits that will land your soul in hell. Oh, Lord, he gave them power to heal all manner of sickness, that rheumatism, that arthritis, that problem, that neurosis. Whatever it is, God gave his disciples power to heal them and all manner of diseases. Cancer can be healed if you're one of God's disciples. High blood pressure and low blood pressure 
can be healed if you're one of God's disciples. Oh, Lord, and now the name of those apostles are these. First was Simon, then Peter, Andrew, his brother James, the son of Zebedee, John, his brother, Philip, Bartholomew, Thomas, and Matthew, the publican, James, the son of Alphaeus, Thaddeus, and Simon, the Canaanite, Judas, Ascariot, the one that betrayed Jesus. There was finally 12. All of them had a responsibility. And you today, if you're one of God's people, if you're one of his disciples, if you're one of his apostles, you have a responsibility to not let the devil get you down. You should not let the devil hold you down. You should not let sickness hold you down. You should not let a disease hold you down. All power is in God's hand, and he gives that power to his followers. I'm so glad then there were 12, and those 12 Jesus sent forth and commanded them, saying, don't go the way of the Gentiles into the city of the Samaritans. Don't enter there. But go to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. What I'm talking about, there's a lot of folk today that are in the church, but they're not of the church. There are a lot of people today with the names on the church roll, but they're really not of God's church. And but, oh, when you're in God's church, you are a believer. If you are a believer, you shall speak with tongue as the Spirit gives you utterance because you'll be filled and baptized with the Holy Ghost. You can speak with tongues as the Spirit gives you utterance. He told them, go to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. So many beautiful church, mitered, dressed up clergy, consecrated choirs, processions and recessions. Oh, they're so lovely. They're so beautiful. But if there's coldness and ice in the church, you need to go back to the old praying ground and repent and do your work sober. Until there's some fire in your church. And as you go, he said, preach, saying the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Don't you know it's later than you think? You need to stop playing around. You need to stop hypocriting. You need to stop trying to serve two masters. You need to get right with God. It's later than you think. Because there was, and rumors there was, spiritual weakness and weakness in high places. Men and women, lovers of their own selves, more than lovers of God. Oh, my friend, you need to go check out the disciples. Jesus told them, heal the sick, 
heal the sick, cast out devils. Freely you have received and freely give. God has been good to you. And if you know God has been good to you, you need to be good to somebody else. If God has made a way for you, don't turn your back on the needy. That lost son and daughter, that person out of the ark of safety, yourself a missionary. Make yourself a witness for God. And God will bless you, and you may save them. Heavenly Father, as we close today, we're asking for your hand of mercy upon each of these persons who have tuned in. We pray for healing upon their bodies, that you touch them from the crown of their head to the sole of their feet. Whatever the malady, whatever the sickness, whatever the pain, go through every nerve, artery, blood vessel, vein, bone, go through every part of it. Heal it. Make it brand new. Now give them power and give them grace. We ask it in Jesus' name. Thank God. Amen. God bless you.